What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another BTR podcast. Before we get started, please like, comment, and subscribe, and help us get to 200 subscribers by the end of this month. Yeah, we're getting closer and closer. Uh, make sure you guys follow our socials: Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube Shorts. So subscribe. Uh, audio uh, listeners, you know, make sure you guys download it, and if you enjoy it, five star rating. And if you guys are listening through audio, go over to the YouTube, <laughs> like it, subscribe. And uh, vice versa, if, if you're watching or listening on YouTube and you also like to listen uh, on audio platforms like Spotify, go over, like, uh, uh, rate it five stars and download it. Um, as mentioned before, uh, this is a strict NBA episode. No other uh, sports will be mentioned unless some breaking news happens. We're, we're, um, but yeah, other, for the most part, it's NBA season officially today. As we told you during yesterday's podcast, um, the tier list will be out sometime this week. It's already filmed, recorded. We just got to fix some and things on the video that YouTube decided to deny. And uh, YouTube. Uh, sorry, YouTube. Uh, don't screw us over here. <laughs> but, wow, wow. We're, I don't apologize. Okay. Um, YouTube should apologize to us. <laughs> <laughs> without a further ado, let's get right into it. We're going to get into some news before we get into our quote-unquote script. Of the predictions, season. our predictions. Standings so you know, in this video, that. we're gonna talk about the signings. We're gonna have our over overall reactions, maybe some hot takes, our standing predictions, our awards uh, predictions, in season tournament, etc. Uh, the one thing we're not doing is predicting every single All Star or All NBA because uh, no point right now. All Star, we might just talk about any first time All Stars on top of your head that might come to your mind. But outside of that, oh, and then coaches on the hot seat, we'll talk about as well. But yeah, mainly this is just like the standings prediction. As we mentioned many times before, this is our end of season. We're projecting a lot of this. A lot of it is on vibes. A lot of it is on rosters. A lot of it is because a lot of the awards are based on 65 um, games minimum played. For example, and we'll explain more when we get to that. Uh, the tier list, like as we mentioned, is that's preseason currently on paper uh, as we speak. But uh, off the bat, let's just go to the biggest news that broke Giannis, today at the time of this recording. Giannis got locked up. No. No, no, no he didn't. <laughs> he, he's not in jail. But Giannis, <laughs> the box locked up Giannis. Yes, okay. Not in jail. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Giannis, obviously we all need the drama of him saying that I'm not going to sign my extent super max yet because uh, he wants to see how t- serious the team is. And literally in a couple of weeks, you know, people didn't expect the Bucks to make the biggest move of the offseason. And they did by getting Damian Lillard. And as a result of that, he signed a three-year, $186 million max extension, um, making him a, with a reported player option in 27-28. So, um, and where he could get another payday. Uh, thing with NBA is right. The max you can sign is five years if you're currently on a team on the same team, and four years if you want to go to a new team. You know, for example, Anthony Davis I think signed a five year when he went was traded to the Lakers. Kawhi, when he ha- was eligible for the five, but chose to go to the Clippers for four, and then or well, he chose less than four, but he could have went for four. I think he signed for four now. Um, so that being said, Giannis obviously, you know, every time he says stuff like this, the Bucks make a trade. Last time it was Drew Holiday. This time. It's Damian Lillard. Next time, it's probably Luka Doncic or Shea. Probably. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and then Damian hey, Lillard the will Bucks, get traded. <laughs> oh, he, he put the Bucks on notice. The Bucks responded. The Bucks didn't have a good postseason at all, and uh, yeah, I mean, they, they, they delivered. And now Giannis is locked up in my uh, in Milwaukee. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so, you know, not much to talk about. We all, we, I, I guess it was a little earlier than I thought. I know. Uh, I, I expected this. I was like, okay. I think, I think there might have been an inner agreement that if you make a good move, I might sign this year. And he exactly, probably wanted yeah. it done before the year started, right? So I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner. I'll be honest with you. True. But, you know, it takes time. Like, trying, we we no, saw with Joe Burrow. It yeah, takes no, but, time. But they're trying, but, yeah. to get, they're trying to get it done before the season, you know, no, get rid of all the drama during the season. Get everything locked up before the season. All the contracts, yeah, the trades, and uh, yeah, they are they're a contender. It's All right. As that. Other a lot of rookie extensions happen. So first one before we get to any of those, Clay and Warriors remain far apart from extension talks, which means Clay might is in a contract year. Watch out for him because uh, he could go off and maybe go to a different team if the Warriors don't want to pay him because they paid other guys, right? So there's one. Uh, T Wolves signed Jaden McDaniels to five years and one thirty six million. Another player that locked up long term, but um, a lot of money. You have Mike Conley still on the roster, which I know you didn't pay him, but you traded for him. A lot, lot, lot of um, money. Jaden McDaniels is obviously a deep poise and uh, all defensive uh, player candidate for sure. Um, Rudy Gobert's there. But you have Rudy Gobert locked up. Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns. There's, I think a lot, there's a lot of big contracts on that. Did team. Anthony Edwards sign anything yet? Oh, did they out? Yeah, so uh, the franchise already handed out lucrative contracts to Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns, and Rudy Gobert in that trade. Yeah, um, big contracts, a lot of big contracts. Pr- but the problem is, it's like kind of a Canucks vibe, or like you kind you kind of mid. They're mid. They're right? like, like they're, you know, t- uh, tier like, list should be out. Uh, they're mid. Like we kind of had like we uh maybe upper mid. Yeah, like <laughs> that's the best way I could put it. Like six seed first round exit type thing. Like for them to win it all, everything has to go right, and injuries have to play a place with other teams. Like they have to be There's incredibly like, you guys lucky. Also find out where we have in the standings for incredibly sure. Incredibly lucky. Um. Yeah, so that's uh, that's Jaden McDaniels. I, I'm I don't know. I I don't know how the new salary cap works. Like, how are they able to afford all this too? So I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, a mid team. But yeah, another next one, which is a potential trade target. We list. I I, I didn't make on the spot. But I'll think on the spot. Uh, Onyeka and Kongwu signed a four-year, sixty-two million-dollar rookie extension, which means Clint Capella could be on the trade block. Onyeka hasn't gotten that opportunity as a starting center. You know, he's a little small for the center spot. But you drafted him, I think, sixth overall for a reason. Um, give him the opportunity. Six foot eight, though, right? So small for a center. It spot. is small for a center. But nowadays, NBA is small ball. A lot of it, unless you're the Wemby. No, unless you're the Timberwolves, <laughs> as well. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So you know, two more years of Capella still. So I don't know if they're they're probably gonna plan to trade him for sure, and maybe a team like Dallas or it whoever. Depends. They're gonna wait till come. deadline for sure. Yeah. But yeah, see, depending on how they're doing, if they're doing poorly, the Capella could definitely get traded. Yeah. Um, Harden misses Monday practice. Uh, from what I hear, a rumor. I'm not sure how it is. It could be because of his m- uh, mom's health and he went back to Houston because of it. Again, the timing is off. We know that. So we don't know how much all of this is true. This is just me listening to Through the Wire and what they were, had heard as well. So Harden is obviously a thing you got to watch out for. Uh, Josh Green, another uh, uh, agreement. Three years, $41 million extension there. Uh, Cole Anthony from the Magic, three years, thirty-nine million dollar extension, which means Jalen Suggs is a potential trade target. Yeah, they have. A which means uh, we'll we'll mix up the trade target talk right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, Celtics, I said that before. I think that's a low risk, high reward pickup. He's a straight playmaker, or not even the Celtics. Sorry, the Suns. Yeah, I as think well. The Suns could use him. Like as well. a straight playmaker, he could do it. But again, young guy, he's been struggling. But uh, defensively, he's good. 
once upon a time, you know, Raptors were idiots for not taking him, but now he might be on the trade market. So, yeah, uh, yeah uh, that's Cole Anthony. And uh, Aaron Neesmith, Canadian, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure. I'll, I'll double check that. Signed an extension for three years, $33 million with the Pacers. And obviously, you'll find out where we have the Pacers because we've been pretty high on them. Someone's been high on them. Okay, I guess I've been high on them based on that tone. Uh, Aaron Neesmith is not can- uh, Canadian. I mixed him up with Andrew Nemhard, probably. Yeah, yeah, you did. Um, he's South Carolina. Denny Avdia, four years, $55 million extension. Pay everybody in Washington, let them exactly ball out. Exactly right. You drafted him for a reason there. I mean, he's not going to ball out. It's only going to be Jordan Poole's ball out, balling out. Yeah, because Kyle Kuzma as well. He's not gonna, Jordan Poole's not going to pass the ball. He's going to have like 40 a night. <laughs> Spurs extend uh, Zach Collins. Two years, $35 million, Injury prone with Portland. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I didn't watch Spurs. Now I might because Wemby's there. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. uh, you know, just pay someone for two years before you give Wemby his like $300 million contract. <laughs> Whatever is the next rookie extension available and yeah so I think and the last thing is um, Grizzlies announced Steven Adams will be out for the year oh, yeah, and they yeah. have a big question mark because uh, Brandon Clark also tore Achilles he might be out for at least half the year the first half for sure probably and yeah I think that's what I pretty much see if anything comes up that I missed I'll bring it up throughout the pod but yeah um, th- those are the news for signing wise Two news, though, uh, we forgot to mention previous episodes. Number one, Andre Iguodala officially retired from the NBA. I want Iguodala. You did not do that right. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know. How, I, don't I know want Iguodala to take. I want Iguodala to take the final shot. <laughs> but uh, sh- but shout out. He's a clutch player. Shout out Max Kellerman. But yeah. <laughs> true in a he way. He is a clutch player. But uh, Iguodala, uh, solid career. Solid career. Obviously not the guy, but was part of uh, the thing. He's a Hall of Famer in my opinion, not finals, first, not first finals ballot. MVP baby. Yeah, he's finals he, MVP. Hall of Famer in my opinion, four-time champion, all-stars obviously. Um, obviously made his name in the Warriors as a more of a role player type vibe, but uh, I don't think he's a first ballot. But he could be in consideration for like three, four-year ballots or whatever it comes. Um, I think he won gold, or he was part of Team USA in general. Uh, yeah, so Andre Iguodala, storied career, great leader, great. Champion, champion, Finals MVP, guy you want on your vet. He could have been. He could have easily played the Udonis Haslam role if he yeah, wanted yeah, to on a random team. Could've. But yeah, and the last thing is, which is uh, before we get into our standings, so we were talking about um, assistant coaches helping young coaches out, right? Um, especially first-time head coaches, and um, obviously the biggest one being Milwaukee. And he ain't there anymore. Adrian Griffin uh, was uh, is the head coach now, uh, former Raptors assistant, father of AJ Griffin uh, as well, uh, Adrian Griffin Jr. Terry Stotts, former um, Blazers coach, was given that opportunity. You know, I don't know if that was a big reason why Dame wanted to go to Portland as well because he's going to lead the offense there, Terry Stotts. But he stepped down, and then for, from what I've heard, again through through the wire, shout out to them, was. Him and Griffin um, clashed heads in something like a practice, and I don't know if it was like a power struggle for him because he's no he's a he was a head coach for he's many head years. Coach for so long, was yeah. successful regular season wise. Um, obviously, coached Dame up, and now he's gone. Now I don't know who's running their offense. Is a little too. I don't know because uh, Dame knows some of the offense already. Now he has everybody has to have a changed up offense. So yeah, so that's. Um, Terry Stotts no longer there, um, and let's and without 
without further ado, let's just get right into our standings. Get into it, yeah. Uh, let's start, let's start with the East. East, yeah, for sure. Because okay, West is first tough. of all, West is tough. Hardest preview I've done out of all the sports we've done so far. Yeah, in terms of Premier so. League, in terms of a uh, Major League Baseball playoffs, in terms of um. NHL, NHL, NFL. and NB, or, uh, M- NFL, NFL yeah. right? This, I guess, part of it is the parity. Like you said, the West has like 11 potential teams. It's not even it. that. Like the way they're split up, right? Like NFL has divisions, NHL has divisions, right? These are just split into two. And two on top groups. of that, yeah, you have a wild card spot. Do you think it would be easier? No, because the West has 11 teams and you could have 10 people there. Yeah, exactly. And, but uh, yeah, let's, let's not delay it. Let's get into it. All right. Um, we'll start off with the East. We'll go 15 to 1. East, number 15 for me is the Washington Wizards. Same. Um, it's a pool and coos show, essentially with mix of Devin, De- Denny Avdia. Nothing else. Again, just because we're putting them last doesn't mean it's a bad thing because they might get the first overall pick next year. Again, I don't know who the guys are for next year's draft, but um, yeah, you know, Wizards fans, if you're pissed, you guys are stupid because you guys need a rebuild, anyways. Exactly. So like, at the end of the day, you trade your two best players away, right? You can't. It's kind of going to be difficult to. Uh, Recover, especially right away. Um, but yeah, I mean, we might have Jordan Poole averaging like twenty shots. One, one day he'll be. One day he'll have seventeen of points, twenty. Se- one day we'll have two points. No, one day he'll be seventeen of twenty. One day he'll be one of twenty. Yeah, plus with free throws, he might have a fifty-point game randomly, and he might have uh, like, like a two-point game. I saw game. a preseason. I think he dropped forty-one in twenty-seven minutes. The next day, he had one for fifteen shooting. Yeah. So yeah, that's Jordan Poole for you. But I do expect Jordan Poole to bounce back. Uh, I do believe he got hated on a little bit too much. At the end of the day, he was, it was his second year, right? Last year? Second or third year. Yeah. But like, his first year, his rookie year, he was really good. He also got Warriors a, won a chip. They gave him extension right away. I think that's probably kind of hindered it as well a little bit. They should have probably waited. And then uh, Draymond punched him. Yeah, and then that too. But yeah, I just, it just you could just tell his confidence just took a hit, right? And uh, yeah, and some of it's on him. He's making some stu- stupid shot decisions. Yeah. Uh, but I would just say, I think he just needs a new situation and this could help. Out as well. Just ball out. No one's gonna pay attention to Washington this year. Exactly. Number fourteen. I have the Charlotte Hornets. Same. Again, I'm. These two are flippable for me, but I gave more respect to Lamelo Ball. But everybody likes to get arrested on that team for some reason, so that's the reason why uh, Lamelo has been injured a couple of times throughout his career as well. Hopefully, nothing serious like his brother. Um, but fourteen. I won't be surprised if they're fifteen. First overall pick favorites, in my opinion. That's it. Not, nothing much yeah, to say. Yeah, no, nothing much to say. Uh, Lamelo, just try to stay healthy. Yeah. They have a lot of trade candidates, though. Exactly. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, if Lamelo stays healthy, I could see these guys move up the list a little bit. But yeah, but uh, but going on my thirteen and twelve, they were so hard to like. They're interchangeable. I had to just look at the roster, and ultimately, I went with the Pistons at thirteen. Same. Um. Only, and then I'm guessing you have Magic at twelve. Yeah. Okay, so let's just t- put them together our here. Our bottom four is the same. Yeah, our bottom four is the same. The reason why I give Magic the edge, um, Cade is coming back, so we're a little bit more of a projection. I think Cade will be fine. Um, you also have James Wiseman there now as a, probably the backup center with Jalen Duran taking the starting role. I think Cade and Jalen Duran played in the like the U.S. Selects and they beat the actual U.S. team, um, uh, and the uh, at the World Cup uh, yeah, prep, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they killed it right. So. But at the same time, I think just because uh, Kate is coming back, I think it'll help a lot. But I, I'm whereas with the Wiz, uh, the Magic last year, they had a decent year for their standards. Like I didn't expect them, I didn't expect them to be like as high as they were. 
Um, Paolo, I don't think there's... I don't project a sophomore slump on him. Basketball, yeah, it depends. It's, it, it, it's, it's different. It's different. For me, Paolo's rookie but year... But he's the guy. Paolo's rookie year was like the type where like, I'm just going to turn this franchise around. Yeah. Type of rookie year. That's the type of rookie year he had. The thing is, when it comes to sophomore slumps, if you're the guy, I think you're fine. If you're like, for example, Jason Tatum, Kyrie came in, right? And he struggled a little bit. Scotty had like Pascal and Freddie... Um, and whoever a Tyler Hero same thing like yeah. but if you're the guy I've not I haven't seen my, like Jaw was killing in his second year yeah, right yeah. Um, Zion technically in his second year when he was healthy he killed it so um, for him I think he'll be he'll be fine Franz Wagner is probably an underrated young guy in the league right now uh, on top of that you still have Markel Fultz if he's healthy um, he he kind of has a resurgence not not number one overall style rem- emergence yeah, he's playing better he's playing more confident yeah. and. Uh, He's and definitely, he's have, definitely, yeah, like he has a little bit of a reemergence, like you said. And but for have, me, it's just like they had a little bit of continuity yeah. factor. Whereas, like, the Pistons, they didn't really have their guys, like Cade, their best guy. He wasn't there last year. And with the Magic, you also have like reliable big man in Wendell Carter Jr. Your young guys in Jet Howard and uh, Anthony Black are pretty solid as well. Um, potential yeah, so rookie team players there. That's our bottom four. Number 11. I went with the Chicago Bulls. Oh my! Why same? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I I went with Chicago Bulls. Um, now I obviously have a jump team, which I think we have the same jump team here. Me more so. With the Bulls, I was fighting with them with the, another team with my ten team. Same. I just think with the Bulls was um, they struggled last year. I don't know what to expect. I think they're gonna be more stagnant. You don't have really much spacing going around. Your best defender is out again for the whole year. And Lonzo Ball and Playmaker. Uh, and let me just pull up the roster. Uh, we already okay. know what we already know what the strengths it's, of the team are. The, There's no defense. We know really. the trio, right? If one of the trio gets hurt, they're gonna cooked. Yeah, they could fall to like 14th, in my opinion. Yeah, they need that trio to be healthy, which they generally have been. If I would say Levine's probably the most injury prone there. But yeah, like when they're when those three are cooking, they're a decent team. But they're not like you know they're, anything amazing. Their big thing is Patrick Williams. He hasn't taken a fourth overall pick type jump, and he's asking for twenty something million dollars a year. That's why he didn't get extended. He's one of the guys that did not get extended. Yeah. Um, I have him eleven because I feel like they're gonna struggle, and you might look to trade Demar Derozan or Zach Levine at the deadline. Yeah, like you said, and we've seen big players get traded in the NBA. Yeah, but like like you said, stagnant is probably the best way to. They've been the same team, and they've been producing the same results as well. I mean, the first year when DeRozan was there, there's there were three seed that fell all the way down to like six and seven. They were first for a while. Yeah, they fell down like all the way to six and seven. Because of uh, I think Lonzo got hurt. Yeah, and then obviously Lonzo being hurt the last two years now. Last year they barely made it in the play-in. Yeah. And then this year I think they're gonna be out. It just it just takes a decline. It just that's yeah, it, it's tough. I won't be surprised again if they're a play-in team. It's just like we ha- one team has got to fall, and for me, it's the Bulls. Yeah. Number right. 10. The Toronto Raptors. The Brooklyn Nets. Um, Toronto Raptors, for me, I'm just gonna, they're my team. But I just don't know what to expect from them. They could be a six seed. They could be 13th. Is that your biggest range team? I was going to ask yeah, you that later. There, it is, because like we don't know their direction. We don't know what the hell they're trying to go for. Well, right? clearly, we know the... T- okay, so well, wait, uh, with the Raptors... On the court, we don't know what the hell's going to happen. Because... They think it's a winning franchise team or winning a championship team. But, like, when you look at the results, 
Yeah, don't know. but that's but they're, they're, it's a capable team. Don't get me wrong. Like they, if, if they're performing well, like they're legit. Like all like Scotty, you struggled last year. Fred struggled last year. Pascal was still good. That's but if they're all doing good, like OG staying healthy, Gary Trent playing his role uh, as a six man, they're a good team. They they could get in the fifth sixth so spot. So I have them my ninth. But the thing you said, you don't know the direction. Is it doesn't matter to the standings at this point. I still think they're a solid enough team that they could be a playing team once again. On a bad year, on a down year, they were 500 last year. And now with a fresh uh, set of eyes and a fresh mind in Darko Ryakovic, um, Pascal contract year, and we know how people ball out in their contract year. Um, I expect them, like, like I said, I won't be surprised if this team was like fifth, but I won't be surprised if they finished 12th. And that's because of... Because it, of the unpredictable... Unpredictability, which is comes from a lack of direction. Yeah, in no, my opinion, for me, yeah, that's where. I, so that's I have them nine. Let's just finish the Raptors talk because I have them at nine. For me, yeah, I I still think they're a decent enough team. I think Pascal's that good. Dennis Schroeder, yeah, he might not be Fred VanVleet shooting wise, but he's still a really good point guard in this league. I expect Scotty to take a jump. Uh, OG contract year as well. So I uh, like I said, I still think they're a solid enough team defensively. They're bought in from what I've heard um, from uh, rap where I've seen on Twitter from Raptors insiders. Guys like Blake Murphy, guys like Josh Lewenberg, all these guys. I mean, I don't take care about the preseason. I think they went undefeated, but I don't care for it. I don't care either. Um, but you have to see the style of play. It's a lot more movement. It's a lot more um, uh, deeper bench. There's, there's a so it's different from Nick Nurse for sure. And that and fresh set of eyes is like I said. And Scotty's will looking, help them. Scotty's sure. looking better as well. Yeah. And yeah, for my number nine team, which is your number nine, ten team, Brooklyn Nets. Nets. My reasoning is simple as this. Yes, you were the sixth seed, right? Six seed. Yeah, but a lot of that was yeah. yeah. So like a lot of that was you already you already were the sixth seed before all the trades. You were like, like you the already, top two. You already team. locked in. You were second when you KD were, and Kyrie you, on the you team. Were, you already locked yeah. in the playoffs basically. And you almost choked that away still because and the, they still did. I expect them a bigger fall off. They still did decent enough to like you know kind of hold their own. But the issue is you gotta do it for the whole year, and you have no head start this year. That yeah. that's my biggest thing. That like you have no head start to put you in a play a playoff spot instantly whereas last year Katie and Kyrie did that and uh yeah so they they will be my 9 seed my ten, they're my 10 because um between Dom and the Bulls and the Raptors I put them in the middle because a I feel like again the continuity factor I know the Bulls have continuity but their continuity is decli- they has declining no, they're declining they're older like you said it when we did the NHL one and um, they don't their defense isn't there except for like Alex Caruso right these guys have defense Right, Ben Simmons in the preseason at least looks decent. Last year's preseason, he didn't do shit, or he was like still not playing. This year, I feel like he has an vengeance to her. Let's see what happens. I'm not expecting to be Philly Ben Simmons, but at least the defensive playmaker, I expect that. But Mikael Bridges is a deep point candidate yeah. himself. But the issue, we'll see what the health. The, we'll, no, no, not the health. The issue is the offense. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But in this because case, we know their defensively is all like Mikael Bridges, Ben which Simmons. Which is why I give Raptors the Nicholas, edge because I trust their offense N- more Nicholas than Nicholas Claxton, right? All these are defensive studs. Yeah. But who is Mikael Bridges? That's gonna, the point, right? The and he did it last year from when he got traded. Yeah. But the question is, I don't think Mikael Bridges is a one on a championship team. I think he's barely a two. I think he could be a complimentary two, but I think he's an elite three, which is what he was with the uh, Suns, Suns, yeah. Right? When they, their finals uh, run. That's why I have him a 10. Uh, simple as that. It's just like, you you said it perfectly with the offense, but I won't be surprised if like Bridges still goes off. Cam Johnson has potential, MIP potential. Um, Don't really have a, anything to say about Spencer Din- Dinwiddie anymore. They're, they're kind of built like uh, the Seattle Kraken. 
where yeah. they need kind of a, like a stud player. Like and, and if they can't add the stud player in, like because they have the foundation, they have the core, or uh, they just need to like find a way to upgrade that core. I'm assuming bit. their lineup is gonna be Ben, Dinwiddie, or Dinwiddie Thomas, or Ben and Thomas. We already know the two forwards are going to be Mikel and Cam Johnson, who are they going to be the brights yeah, of the yeah. offense, and uh, Nicholas Clarkson. Defensively, yeah, they're they're not going to be an they're easy set. team to beat. It's they're not. Set. I expect 80, 85 games. The whole I'm just kidding. <laughs> 80, 85 games. No, like eighty to eighty-five scores. Oh, scores! He said yeah. eighty-five games. I'm like, I yeah, understand like Cam. Games, like I understand. Games I, I understand. Mikel yeah. Bridges played like eighty-three games last year because of the trade, but um, but yeah. Simple as that. I think they're, that's why they're the 10th seed for me. Yeah. Number nine. It was the Nets, yeah. Number eight. I went with Indy. Same. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they're my jump team, but then I can't jump them too much. Same. Uh, genuinely, um, I love. I won't be surprised if this team somehow becomes a 6 seed. They haven't proven because anything. Because 6, 7, 8 for me are interchangeable. Yeah, they haven't proven anything for me yet. Um, Like, yeah, they're primed to take that jump, but if you look at it realistically, it all falls down to the shoulders of Halliburton. Yeah, and uh, if he's not as simple as it's like it's a can in the FIBA World Cup. If Shea's not playing good, which was he had moments where Shea didn't play good, uh, but they were lucky most of the time he did play like really good. It's the same thing as the Pacers. Yeah, it's gonna run through Halliburton, and if Halliburton's struggling, and I'm not saying he's gonna struggle, like I'm saying he's still gonna be good. That's that's why I'm putting him as an eight seed because like Halliburton's a stud, and uh, yeah, if the they keep playing through Halliburton. His usage rate, I think, is going to be, like, the highest in the NBA, um, in my opinion. You know how, like, Lucas was, like, a 70% last year? Like, Lucas was really high? I think... It depends on how they run the offense, right? Yeah, but I think if they want to win games, they're going to have to use... Your coach is Rick Carlisle, if I'm not yeah, mistaken? Yeah, I think they're going to have to use him a lot. I wouldn't Rick be sur- Carlisle, former Mavs coach as well. Yeah, <laughs> I won't be surprised if they're the sixth seed, but at the same time, you have you added pieces. I don't think they lost anyone significant. You add Bruce Brown championship pedigree. Yes, they're not a championship team. I'm not saying that, but you bring that vet even though he's young. He's a stud. And, he's a stud. Um, you bring in Obi Toppin, I like that pickup, so you added more depth. Like, their lineup is probably Halliburton. Right now, it's Buddy Heald who might get traded. Um, Miles Turner is now extended. No more real Mathurin. trade talks. Matherin's probably because starting. If Matherin might start, sure, and then you could put uh, Obi Toppin right there, right? Um, yeah, I, I think they're primed to take a jump this year as long as they're healthy. Again, everything is health-related. Health We're assuming they're healthy. And we'll take into account how injury. Yeah, last they are. year they were they missed a play in by a spot. I think they were eleven seed, and uh, yeah, um, moving up three spots is a decent little jump they could have. Again, their range is like six to ten, I guess. Yeah, six to eleven. Yeah, we'll say six to eleven, just cause. Okay, seven. New York Knicks. Miami Heat. Um, New York Knicks for me. It's it's like they're kind of up and down, right? Like they had that good year where they're the fifth seed. I think on the Tampa Bay Raptors year. Yeah. And then obviously then last year, the next year they struggled. And then last year they bounced back again. Uh, Jalen Brunson still, I still a stud. Uh, Julius Randle for me is a question mark. Is a question mark. And RJ Bear for me is a question mark. So I expect Brunson to do his thing, but can Randle and uh, Bear pick up their little bit load, which they haven't really uh, done in a consistent basis. So, um, should I talk about the next? Should I talk about the Heat? Talk about the Heat, then we'll switch it after. Okay, uh, Heat. Just add in like um, just add in like filler next points for, for, for me. Before the reason go, why I disagree go, with that before slightly. Before you go, before you go, just add in like we'll just add in filler points. Like I'll add my filler points for the okay. Heat, and then you add in your filler points for the next. For the next, you said it on the dot. The second year, they did not have Jalen Brunson. 
Jalen Brunson's that big of a guy that I think he will hold it. He'll steady the ship for sure. You added Dante DiVincenzo as well. You added jo- uh, Josh Hart's there, who's the glue guy in terms of like getting rebounds and hopefully making shots, right? So that's why I disagree with the seven spot. But, uh, that, but that reason my counterpoint to that is that year they were 13th. I'm saying he's st- he could still study his ship and True. be a seven seed. I'm not saying they're collapse. If they didn't have Jalen Brunson, I'm picking him out of my plan. Yeah. Um, Potentially. I like their defensive mindset with him. RJ Barrett, for me, is the biggest polarizing player for sure. What are you going to expect from him? Julius Randle, at least in regular season, why he's fine. It's just like, what he can do in the offseason. Yeah. But this is a regular season right now. Uh, Miami. You've, it's no surprise to me. I think they're the biggest loser in this whole offseason out of all the teams. Um, they were a team last year with the guys they had that were barely a play-in team. Almost missed out on a max unless it was a Max Drew shot. And guess what? They don't have Max Drews anymore. They don't have Gabe Vincent anymore. Now, they are a team that gets players out of nowhere, like Hayward, Hayward Highsmith, for example. But um, Thank you, Hame the Hawk health is, of Jimmy Butler is also... Hame Hawk is going to be a big player for them this year. Yeah, he's a rookie, though. So I'm, I'm looking at Nikola Jovic more, if anything. Because yeah, no, he, he had a good World Cup. I'm looking rookies, at Nikola Jovic more. The second year guys struggled. The rookies are the one who comes in and do good. Yeah, but uh, no, for me, I have him seven. It's not... I, listen, prove me wrong. As like the meme is, prove me wrong. But they were bad in the regular season last year. I think they will be a playing team. I think this is one of my teams that will m- make the playoffs still as the seventh seed. I just don't trust that team. They lost way too much for me, way too much. And they're saying that they're a fine team. Sure, they might be a fine team. Pat Riley knows more ball than me. I agree with that. Spolster knows more ball than me. I agree with that. But you're telling me you lost all those pieces to try to get Dame to the point where you got Jimmy Butler calling for tampering the guy who tampered himself yeah um but yeah I, I i'm not high on them at all this year all right number six i have the atlanta hawks i have the atlanta hawks this is where i was tip i was tiptoeing between atlanta and indy and atlanta i think trey young's gonna have a bounce back here same yeah, for sure do, uh dejounte murray's locked up you got rid of john collins with all the talks you have and now you could give on Congo maybe those minutes um, yeah, I could, with his size, he could definitely fill in the four role for sure. Trey Young for me is gonna come back. I feel like he's he's that type of guy that's like, okay, you know how Quinn Hughes with the Canucks that uh, that Northern Division year were sh- shitting on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Trey Young to me. Last year, yeah. Um, I feel like he was still fine last year, but he wasn't like all star for sure. And I agreed with that. He was not being an all star this year. I could see him taking a massive jump, um, carrying the load and. Uh, you have Quinn. Now, the, my biggest question mark with them is the defensive side of things because Quinn Schneider is a defensive coach, and we saw it with uh, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert-led Utah Jazz. And we know Trey Young is, on paper, the worst defense, <laughs> defensive player in the league, apparently, based on advanced but that's stats. What, that's where, like, the DeJounte the, the trade last year is going to help because at the end of the day, you want a guy who could lock up with Trey. DeJounte could do that, and DeJounte could uh, get his own offense as well. Um, I put him as a six seed as well, same as you. And, uh, yeah, I expect a Trey Young bounce back here for sure. That's the main factor for me. That's the main factor for me as well. And then you still, you added Sadiq Bey last year. You could probably flip maybe Capella right now, but I think they should keep him. That's another reason I think they're keeping Capella as well. Like, they need a little solidified big man. And Capella is a solidified big man. You have Patty Mills and you're, uh, like, vet. Yeah. Which I think every team needs a vet. They kind of messed up. Like, obviously, I'm not going to get into it too much. But, like, you know, in the... 2019 where they had like these picks all these young guys and they didn't really do much with them not a lot of them panned out because you kept them but also like at that time you could have potentially traded 
to get a stud. But, but this is yeah. a this is a team you got to look out for for a guy like OG Ananobi and Pascal Siakam who was linked here heavily. The good fits there. Yeah. So that's the point there. Um, Number five, I'm going with the Miami Heat. This is where I have the New York Knicks. Uh, yeah. So ours very similar. <laughs> very similar. We just swapped the two we have swapped were swapped. Um, okay. Very quickly to my point, I think the Knicks. Uh, we don't have to go too much into it. Everybody talked about it. With the Knicks, like I said, Jalen Brunson. That's the big yeah. factor. J- uh, Josh Hart, big factor. I think they will continue on from last year. Um, that's yeah, it. he legit just said that. Right? That's so it. like, there's no point in getting back to, into that. For me, he, um, you're still high on them. I'm still high on them. I don't think like I feel like people are writing them off a little bit too much, in my opinion. Whereas I still believe that they're still that good of a team. I still believe Spolstra is gonna be a big factor here and uh, kind of have him in my coach of the year rankings. And, and I'm uh, assuming you have Jimmy Butler in your MVP rankings then, because he has to go off like crazy. <laughs> I don't, but okay, <laughs> dark horse. He's a dark, dark horse. horse sure. Yeah, he's a dark horse. But yeah, I mean, like, I feel like uh, the way they lost last year, kind of, they they just like just try to get in the playoffs, at the mentality, and see what happens. It's weird, but because like, I just feel like I don't know. I feel like there might be a little bit urgency. I feel like there might be a little bit more urgency. Where I didn't see that last year, and I'm True. kind of kind of expecting that urgency to. I know Kyle was out for a bit. bit. Butler was out for a bit. But the thing for me is. You're right. They need the urgency and they need to show who they truly are. But I still think they needed a piece and Damian Lillard and Drew Holiday was that piece. And, but like, this is this is regular season. I'm not saying they're yeah. going to be championship. I'm not saying they're going to make the final or anything. I still think they'll have enough, you know, they'll still stay af- afloat, right? Um, And uh, try to I thought you were make gonna, the playoffs. I thought you were going to stick them top three like you were saying. It when no, we were I'm not, I would say like projecting playoff-wise, like they could potentially, yeah. like, like, at the end of the day, like, Sixers could be a top three seed, but they're definitely drop with their playoff performances. Okay, number right? four, like they, they drop down to like three or four yeah. or five, even six. Or you talking about Sixers in the East, huh? Or you're no, I'm on top of like, oh. like that's where I'm like considering. I'm not saying they're third seed, like the Heat, but I'm saying they could end up being like, like if you think, wait, what, what the, what would you rank Miami as last year? Last year, com- com- combining playoffs and everything, like would you put them? Like I would put them top too because like they if made the they finals. Re-bro- if they brought the same team, no, back. no, no. Like I'm talking about like last year. Like how would you rank this? How, like, how would I rank their season? Like the Eastern Conference. Like w- were they the best team in the East? Because they no, kind of, but like they were top two. Yeah, but no, I thought they had a disappointing regular season and they were so close of missing. Yeah, it and but the postseason, yeah, but like with the postseason, they kind of uh, for me they elevated to like two. Yeah, but then I I think they lost. Pieces and they didn't replace. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying, like, I'm basing off, like, that's what they said, what, like, how I put them to last year. That's why I'm putting them, like, at the third last best year. Last year, I thought they were a top five team. Like, no, if no, no, okay, you're not getting year. my point. Yeah, what, what is it? Okay, you know, look at from beginning to end, regular season and postseason, right? Where you factor in both things, the Sixers obviously fall off. Yeah. Compared to Miami, who's going to For sure. For me, Miami. They, they flip. For, for me, yeah, Miami, no, I agree with that. They Miami flip. was the second best team in the East. They flip, yeah. Right? If you're, com- like, putting both as well. And yes, obviously they made the finals. People could say I they're thought first overall best, they were the third but they were best top team. two. I think they were top overall, three last year. Overall, they were top two. Where this year, I'm saying overall they'll be top three. Yeah, but I'm not saying they're a three seed. Okay, that's what I'm trying to say. Okay, that's fine. We'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> they're a team that I think that's de- definitely a trade destination team for sure. Oh yeah, hundred percent. They have to be. All right, number four, Philadelphia 76ers. Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like you know you know it's funny. I see through the wire do the exact same thing where they do it and they end up matching somehow when everybody's yeah, like, oh, yeah. we're going to be so different. Probably, yeah. uh, Obviously, our differences were off by two, which was, I knew the Heat was going to be different. Raptors and Nets switch just for switched. us yeah. and then the Heat and the Knicks. Sixers, um, 
Joel Embiid is that good. Simple as that. Yeah, like he'll still do. He's that good. Tyrese Maxey will good. fill in the load of James Harden. James Harden will get traded. Don't get me wrong. He will get traded. And they'll probably end up getting Malcolm Brogdon somehow in a three-team trade, right? Um, we've seen what James Harden did in Houston, but the difference is that Houston team was shit compared to this because Joel Embiid is still uh, good enough to carry. Like, Joel, that that um, that Rockets team had older coming back uh, John Wall, and they have Christian Wood. James Hard- or Joel Embiid's way better than them, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. 100%. So, Joel Embiid's the reason why they're a four seed. He will have that Jokic-type year without Murray. That's that's what I'm trying to project. Yeah, and this conference is also easier compared to the West. That I don't think he'll they'll fall to a six seed. Now I won't be surprised, but I think they're good enough to be a four seed. And Nick Nurse, we'll see how he plays, uh, how he plays them. But I think he's a great, good enough coach that he'll. We saw them, what he did with uh, with the Raptors. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, Embiid still gonna be a stud. Don't get me wrong. And uh, the key pieces, I think Maxi will take the step where he's gonna fill in. What Harden does and do what he does at the same time. Exactly. And he's gonna like just straight up carry the, uh, the guard position on that team. And yeah, Embiid's gonna do Embiid things. So yeah. And then you added, uh, you still have Tobias Harris, who's decent. And you added, you brought back Danny Green, uh, vet who will teach the defense. And then you got Patrick Beverly, who's gonna annoy the shit out of everybody. Yeah. Number three, Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, I just feel like they needed a little bit. They needed a year to get together a little bit. Um, Donovan Mitchell still a stud. Evan Mobley, yeah, I may not have the best second year, but like, I think he had I, a great second year huh? <laughs> defensively. He was in deep boy conversations. So compared to his first year, I think he declined a little bit. I think he's come back to like. I think he had underrated. I think the guys like Evan Mobley is tough to judge because of their impact is different. Yeah, but like I'm just saying, like because you have year one, year, me year one, Evan Mobley was better. But the difference was had, not, like, no, here's the difference clear. though. Second year, Evan Mobley had Donovan Mitchell, so he was more focused yeah, on the defensive so, end. Exactly. So and my, my point is that he's gonna go better, elevate. Yeah. Like again, um, I like the Max Truce ad with the shooting and everything. I think the biggest question mark is can you convince Donovan Mitchell to stay? Because this could be their last dance, quote unquote. No, I don't think it's this the is last their dance. This is yeah. But, but can Garland be consistent? Right. Like um, obviously, I'm basing too much on postseason because he struggled then. Uh, but for the regular season, they're fine defensively. They're elite. You have the twin towers, exactly. and that complicate well, uh, that complement well with Jared Allen, who's very underrated center in the league. And you have uh, Evan Mobley, who might be deep boy con- candidate again this year. And uh, you still have an elite scorer in Donovan Mitchell, an elite playmaking guard in uh, in Darius Garland. So they're that all that and uh, at their depth pieces, Karis LeVert, I think, is still there. Off the bench, they're a third seed team for me. I think they're that's why they're ahead of Philadelphia because we don't know the situation with Philadelphia yet. Yeah, uh, I agree 100% with that. Number uh, two, Celtics, Milwaukee. Okay, I swapped them. I think Celtics have then one. obviously my one is Bucks. So let's talk about both of them right here. And your one is Celtics. The Celtics. Um, I think the Celtics will have, I think they're a more complete regular season team that they'll take. Take it but more yeah, yeah, you talk about the Celtics more, then I'll talk about the Bucks. Okay, so the reason why I have Celtics number one is just a simple add of both Drew Holiday and Chris Dubs Porzingis. Um, defensively, they're going to be way better. Offensively, they're still there. And um, I just think that... I'm not saying my, Milwaukee's going to chill, but I think the the how the regular season's set up, I feel like, with, especially with the load, especially with the 65-game load, that people need to be eligible for uh, for uh, awards and all NBA. That some players might coast a little bit to hit the tr- th- uh, threshold rather than just playing, um, not playing, right? 
So I think they're deeper enough that in the regular season that they'll they'll be fine. They'll be the number one seed. It could be by one game. It could be by two games. I just think Celtics will take that. Will be the regular season champ in in my opinion. For me personally, uh, it's just the Bucks shut up Giannis and be like, we're gonna give you that piece. We're gonna sign you. Now go out on the court and prove that you're the best team in the world. And I feel so, like I feel like. They're gonna respond. They're gonna start from day one all the way to the end. They're just gonna be like, okay, thank you. Giannis will be like, thank you. Letters will be like, thank you. And uh, let's just show them why I, we're the best duo in the league. I get that, but here's my thing. When Giannis won the championship, they were the third best team. When they were the two times they were number one seeds, they choked a 2 0 lead against your team, the Raptors, uh, and they got shot on in the bubble. Yeah. And that's but- where Giannis chilled a little bit more. And kept his body right. Still played. Still had the numbers because it's still Giannis. And uh, obviously adding Drew Holiday helped to that. Now Dame is better but, than but Drew the, Holiday. But the thing is, Damian Lillard is as almost... You could put him up there with Giannis. Like if Giannis sits out, you could expect Damian Lillard yeah. to carry a load and win them a game. Win them many games. Just, and I agree versa. with that. I just Whereas think that time, we're like... That time, Middleton and Holiday, yes... They, they could get it done as a team but like at the end of the day who's, who's going to be the scorer at the end Lillard is that guy yeah like I said it, we're, we're just picking hairs here yeah, but I, just, I, just, I just think the Celtics have the more depth to your point yeah that when Brown sits I think it's kind of similar I think it's kind of similar I think that Chris Tapps showed that he could be on the court and carry a load as well if one or both of them are sitting out with Drew Holiday leading the backcourt but yeah we're picking hairs we don't need to argue yeah I'm not, I, it was a debate for sure. I just thought the Celtics was a better regular season. Uh, Depth-wise, for me, is personally kind of a similar. But one thing's for sure, that these two are the only Eastern Conference teams that are contenders. Oh, yeah, 100%. No, no one else. No one else. No one else, no one else comes close. There should be the conference finals, and there should be your one and two seeds, no matter what order you have it, me being the Bucks or you being the Celtics. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, it's a disappointment if uh, this is not an Eastern Conference finals matchup. Yeah. Um... Number 15 on the West. Let's go to the Western Conference yeah. right let's, now. Uh, let's try not to spend too much time on the bottom side like how we did for All the right. East. I'm going to just name my bottom four because I think it's going to be the same. Number 15, Portland. Number 14, Utah. Number 13, Houston. Number 12, the Spurs. Number 15, Portland. Damian Lillard is gone. Yeah. Simple as that. 14, Spurs. I just feel like, you know, they're a little bit early in the rebuild. Okay. Uh, 13, going with the Rockets. That has some decent vet pieces and... Uh, I uh, feel like some of their young guys could bounce, like, you know, take that little step. And then 12, Jazz, they were pretty decent last year for, like, what we expected. So, I'm going to flip that. The reason why I have the Jazz 14 is, A, I don't expect Laurie Markin to do what he did last year. B, they don't have Mike Conley anymore. I so, st- they don't have that vet guy or a good ball handler that will di- dictate plays like Mike Conley did for half that year. But, like, I just feel like, you know, Colin Sexton, Markin, nah, it's good Colin enough. Sexton. It's good enough. To be better than the Rockets, Spurs, and Trailblazers. I think the Rockets. I'm not saying be good I think the Rockets are going to be underrated. I think they're. I, I only reason why I put Spurs ahead of the Rockets is I'm. I'm in the. I'm just buying stock in the Wemby. Yeah, yeah. Nothing else to that. I honestly would have put Rockets 12 and Spurs 13. Uh, Rockets. I believe they're a better team than the Jazz. That's it. Nothing more to it. I genuinely. For believe me, that. I just think like the Rockets. I'm, proje- I'm also the projecting. Is, the Jazz's players have been better recently I'm also projecting yeah so it, not, this is projection based I'm, list. I'm kind of basing off last year whereas the Jazz I yeah. feel like they'll still be decent I just, I'm not buying into what the Jazz yeah, did last year but like I just still like okay like I'm comparing to those four teams right 
I think the Jazz are just better because like they were pretty decent last year for what they were supposed to be. And uh, the Rockets, Spurs, and Trailblazers, we all know the real rebuild mode. Obviously, Jazz are too. Jazz are too. But the Jazz are kind of kind of ahead. In yeah, my no, opinion. for me, I think the Rockets roster is better than the Jazz roster. That's all. Yeah. Nothing more to that's, that. That's that we could we kind of disagree there, but yeah. Yeah. But at the end, you want to debate? I have. I have you want to debate? I have them on lower. Like yeah, I, I know, but I just think oh, the yeah, Rockets roster lower. is overall better. Yeah, that's but like, I kind of like Ime Udoka as a coach more. Yeah, but that's I think the other that, factor, the thing is that's going to take a little bit of time. As well, but I think I I believe in f- the v- uh, veteran uh, aspects of Fred Jeff Green there as well. Whereas last year the Rockets did not have anyone to the point where like and they don't have KPJ anymore to caution down. Yeah, and I like the addition of Amen Thompson there. Yeah. So but, yeah. number eleven. So this is okay. Here's the thing. This is the team. This, this, this is the, ultimately the team that misses. This is where it gets controversial. <laughs> Do you want to flip it and go one to eleven? To see which team misses. No, we'll go. We'll keep it same. Okay, we, the we, team we, that I ultimately picked, and I was sitting here looking at my last list, year. This was looking a, at rosters. Last year, this was the Mavericks. Yeah, yeah. Last year, yeah. This year, I just it was between two teams. Uh, well, three teams, but I I believe in OKC so much that I kept them in there. It was between the Minnesota Timberwolves, and it was between the New Orleans Pelicans. And who went with? I went with the New Orleans Pelicans will ultimately miss and have the 11th seed. I and the simple fact is... Yeah, I'll let you finish first. Simple yeah. fact is, I, I really wanted to put the Timberwolves there. I really do. But then, I believe in Anthony Edwards playing more than Zion and Brandon Ingram playing. Yeah, that's, that's big, it. That's a big... It's just the health. I really... I'm a Pelicans guy. I love Brandon Ingram. I was, I was a huge fan of him. Uh, even yeah, he got traded for Anthony Davis. I still was rooting for them, and he killed it. Like the year he made the, uh, he won uh, MIP, MIP and all yeah, that. Yeah. Ultimately, last year I can't consider it a fluke. And Zion, people said he was healthy last year, and mid, again midway through he's gone, and uh, he says he will be back in six weeks, and then he doesn't come back. That's it. So I have Pelicans missing because of that reason. For me, and Trey Murphy's also injured. For- I just I put the I went with the Timberwolves eleven. Um, yeah, nothing against Anthony Edwards at all. Yeah. I just do not like the big combination at all. I just, it just for me it just ruins Towns' game so much, where he can't really operate. Because he becomes like a shooting guard. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 he just limits him so much, which I just feel like it'll, it may not have affected him last year, but I feel like they're gonna really feel the toll this year because they kind of felt it last year as well. Like they kind of felt the decline from the year I, before. I think when they made the Mike Conley trade, like Edwards showed some frustration last year. Yeah, but I think Towns was injured for a lot of the year. I think. The Mike Conley addition propelled them more, and because I'm b- betting on that more than D'Angelo Russell, I be- I think Mike Conley being that D'Angelo vet, Russell, oh yeah, D'Angelo Russell was there, was there. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mike Conley is the vet. He's a, a good point guard. I'm not saying he's some elite guy, but he's a very good point guard in this league that could shoot. And we saw it in that play-in game when they were beating the Lakers and then ultimately choked. Um, that I just think that they're. Um, they're health wise they're gonna be healthier and I, I trust Mike Conley leading the backcourt and keeping everybody in check and uh, yeah. yeah and I think Kyle Anderson's an underrated guy in terms of like defense and stuff Jaden McDaniel's defense abilities there but, I think they're also a better defensively the better bigger, team the bigger question mark is Jaden McDaniel's gonna punch a wall and Kyle Anderson and Gurudi Gobert is gonna beef again <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's happening Probably I don't not, think that yeah. will happen who knows? Carl yeah, Anthony Towns is a rumored trade block again. It's as a joke. It's as a yeah, joke. Carl yeah. yeah. Anthony Towns is a rumored trade block. We get it because you can't trade Gobert. And yeah. Uh, well, ultimately, yeah, that's, that's yeah my filler points for the Pelicans, I think uh, uh, they'll have enough games together where 
going to edge out the Timberwolves in my opinion. And uh, yeah, and then obviously you, I'm, pretty, I'm assuming you have the Timberwolves at 10. Yeah, that's right. who I was arguing with. Yeah. And like like I said, I gave Timberwolves the edge because of Mike Conley and the defensive abilities is more. Right. And health. Number nine. For uh, me, I'm, I'm going to let you go first. For me, I feel like it might be a little bit of a, it's kind of a fall off. But you go first. OKC Thunder. I went with Sacramento. I knew it. Sacramento Kings. <laughs> I was debating hard. I couldn't. I couldn't put them down low. Sacramento I wanted Kings, to put yeah. OKC ahead of, and I wanted to put OKC um, ultimately like in the seventh or eighth spot even. Well, seventh mainly. OKC, I still, it's a lot of it is on projection. A lot of it is based on projection. I love Shea. If he's going to be Shea from last year, I think they're a better team. You Yes, Davis Bertans there as a, um, as a shooter. He's not a defensive guy. You still have Lou Dort. I trust Josh Giddy to be better. You got the Jalen Williams, not their no, no, brothers, but both J Dub and uh, J Will. I don't know. I don't know who the other guy. They're just uh, both the same Chet name. Chet Holmgren, is as back. well. Is back. Uh, again, but it's a lot of his on projection. A lot, yeah, a lot of, of it is on projection because we haven't seen Chet. So to be fair to myself, when I said about Cade in the East side, I got to be fair with uh, Chet on the West side. But what Chet has shown in the preseason, that matchup against Wemby is going to be fun. Um, Ultimately, I just I, I couldn't put him too high up, but I have him on my ninth seed. I have him as reason. I have him as. Oh, last thing I want to say, please package the picks and get someone elite, and you'll be much higher. Yeah, yeah. Right, it could be a wing player or a big. Just go anyone, get someone. Yeah. Uh, I have him as an eight eight seed. Uh, Sacramento Kings. I just feel like I'm not saying last year was a fluke, right? But like with the, with the West getting so much better around them. Uh, for me, it's gonna kind of take a toll on them because they're still the same team. To your point, they were also one of the healthiest teams last year, up until the playoffs when Sabonis got hurt. Uh, still played, I think. But are you gonna bank? Are we gonna bank on that again this year? Because I'm Fox. Fox been injured quite a bit, right? In general, right? In, so like early on, um, not uh, I want to see was quite a bit. I think it was the year before he was injured. But at the same time, like to your point, I'm helping your point and this, here. And, and that's this, why I dropped them off. They're my eight. Yeah, they're and, my eight. And this is also last year was Fox's first year of being that guy. Yeah. Right. Whereas let's see if you could do it again. That thing. But you. yeah, no, it's not. There's no knock on the Kings. It's just that like everybody else got better. Everyone else got better. And before I wanna, I guess we'll go do it at the end now because we gotta say our play-in winners for the East. So yeah, we yeah, gotta we'll we gotta do it at the end. Because we usually do it for the, when I we did the East and the West like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I guess yeah, eight seed. My eight was the Kings. Because exactly what you said, we, we could just move on. Yeah. Uh, I just think they're going to drop Seven it. seed for me, Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we are similar. I swear this is like, we, he was like in another room and I was in another room we're making this list. Yeah. Right? Like, we did not look you, at you're, You were done your list when I came and started doing Yeah, nine. exactly. So, so. Um, Memphis, I, again, other teams got better. I like the Marcus Smart pickup, but job being suspended 25 games. Steven Adams being out now. Now Steven Adams officially being out. Like I, I could have argued them being even lower now with the Steven Adams news. Um, but ultimately, you're you were two years in a row a second uh, team, Taylor Jenkins, second place team with Taylor Jenkins killing it. I think you add Marcus Smart is gonna help him enough. I think Desmond Bain is in contention or dark horse candidate for MIP this year. Because he's going to carry the ball more likely yeah, yeah. Him, between gonna, him and Smart. Gonna, it's going to go through him a lot more. Exactly. Um, I still, like, They've done so well without Ja. They now, did, granted, yeah. they had Tyus Jones. So I think that's still a, a big loss. But you brought in Marcus Smart, and defensively, they're going to be that great team. They're going to be good defensively. And you had yeah. last year's Depoy as well. And yeah, Jaren Jackson, Jackson Jr. Jr. But Jaron Jackson Jr.'s biggest flaw 
especially playing the five is foul trouble. Yeah, it is. It is his biggest flaw. Um, yeah, for me, it just gonna come down to who's gonna be the guy offensively from the beginning. Um, it's gonna be like they're gonna kind of start off like you know five hundred ish, and then when Ja comes back and they get a little bit healthier and all that stuff, they'll elevate enough to kind of be the seventh seed and uh, try to get that first home game. I guess try to be the the try to get the first win in the the seven eight matchup for the play in six. I went with the Golden State Warriors. I went with the Dallas Mavericks. So you're you're buying into the hype, right? Because oh, wow. Dallas, because you always have them higher. Yeah, I have Dallas not, as not, not much higher, but yeah, I have Dallas <laughs> as six because a lot of people are having them in missing even playoffs again, or playing team. I I genuinely believe last year was a blip, and you added some young pieces in Omax and uh, Derek Lively to be your centers. Um, you obviously have Dwight Powell in them still, but I think I really believe Luca is out for a vengeance this year. Because if Luke, here's the thing, hot take, I don't know. Luca and Joel Embiid might be the two teams, two guys that request a trade that doesn't shit doesn't work out. But the reason why I think people have Dallas lower is you don't know what the hell to expect from Kyrie. We, we do not expect. Okay, you we can't say know. that. Oh, it, you can't even say it's anything yeah, different. We don't Ever know. since he left the Cavs, he's been unpredictable. Completely, and it's not like skill wise. It's just like just showing up. Just showing up. Yeah. Like, mentally, we don't know where Kyrie Irving's gonna be. But yeah, I do believe it's a little bit better. I believe that the off season, you know, kind of starting from the beginning of the season is gonna help him. Yeah. And uh, to me, Luca, like you know, we kind of project him to take the MVP step, and he had really. I'm not saying Luca was bad, but he he really hasn't taken that. Yeah. The elevation. Whereas Hot. last year, kind of you know maybe pissed off a little bit, you know, kind of a little bit extra motivated. And uh, might their take biggest that weakness is going to be defense for sure. How to figure yeah. that out? Hot take to your Luca point. I think Jason Tatum's better right now, like ranked higher by one spot maybe. But I still have him ranked higher for a reason. It's tough. Um, to I'm, your point, because Jason Tatum has proven it. I guess he, yes, he's on a better team. But I, I, I could see it. I could yeah. see it. Yeah, it's an it's an argument. But like Luca has to carry more of a load. Yeah, like look at but like, now he has. <laughs> Clear evidence. Look at his usage rate last year. Exactly. exactly. So now it's going to help with Kyrie Irving because Kyrie Irving at the end of the day is better than Jalen Brunson. Right? We know that. 100%. Yeah. It's just the mental side of things. We don't know what his commitments are. On top of that, you add Grant Williams. Does that help with the... That's good. He'll team. be that... He's like that, you know, bully type guy who's going to be in people's faces. Now he might be also the guy to talk shit and miss two free throws. So, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, it's quick. so that's why Dallas is your six. I'm quickly mention why. I Warriors. still think they're not. I think last year's a blip, and there's yeah, some same it up. here. Last, there's blip, but they're I'm, still good enough to be. I'm gonna mention why Warriors are my six. Yeah, because little. No, actually, no. Health, right? They're an old team, and the Curry got hurt last year. So, it's kind of it's kind of that because if Curry goes for me. Um, Clay's gonna have to be the guy again, all hundred percent. Obviously, because Clay's not the same. Chris Paul's not the same. Andrew Wiggins, uh, I'm not sure how much offensive impact is he gonna have because the man who's gonna get you all the points showed it in the the King series against the Kings Warriors round one is in the game seven that Curry's gonna carry this offensive load, and uh, when he he went down, I think they really struggled. Right, like when he went down, they were like. I don't know what their record was without him, but like I know it wasn't good, <laughs> for sure. Like it was five hundred or lower. Okay, I want to just go a quick filler. But like I, the thing, the so I'm saying is that like, the Warriors with Curry is gonna be good enough to like guarantee a playoff 
like a playoff spot for them. I'm not worried. Okay, health for sure. I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I'm but I'm just worried. saying, like, my thing is, I think Curry will be fine. Like, I hope he. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm, Curry's fine. fine. My thing is, no, the last couple of years have been. He's been the injured. guy who's he's been, been injured out. now, been who's out. starting off the year not playing against the Nuggets. Uh, sorry, against uh, the Suns. I believe they have opening game. Yeah, they do. Team. They do. Um, is Draymond Green? Simple as that. If he's injured, I don't trust him defensively because they don't have any bigs. Yeah, that's like true. Kevin yeah. Looney is there, but I don't trust. He's not going to be your playmaking big, right? That's who I'm worried about the most. Curry, it's a given. He's If he's injured, sure. But if Draymond is still playing, I trust Chris Paul enough to carry that load as a playmaker. And we, the quick, big question mark for me ain't those two either. It's Clay Thompson. Yeah, but my issue is Chris Paul could do the playmaking, but who's going to be the scorer? Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, listen, I'm not Andrew saying I'm Wiggins, not saying Andrew Wiggins bad. He's been a good player, but like at the end of the day, like your number one option and your number Andrew one guy Wiggins scoring. Shown that he could score the bucket in the past. Now he's on a more structured team. Is he didn't need to do that, right? Again, we're not hoping Curry to be injured. Right? Yeah, we're not. Like, like I'm genuinely not. Like, even if Curry's healthy and Draymond's healthy and all that, I think I put him on four. I'm gonna just say that right yeah, now. Yeah, but I, I, I just, I just kind of like put that kind of in effect because the I last couple, the him, last couple of years he has been like hurt. I have to have him better than Dallas. That's just me. Yeah. I have to, because Curry's that good. I'm just factoring in injuries here. That's the only yeah. reason why I have him. Otherwise, hundred percent top five team. My top fourteen. The yeah. biggest injury concern for me is still gonna be Draymond Green because I just don't think they have anyone to replace him. I don't think they have anyone to replace Curry. Don't get me wrong. No one could replace Curry. Chris Paul is if Curry has to miss one or two games, let's just say it's one or two games. I trust Chris Paul more than Jordan Poole. If it's yeah, one or two games is fine. Like Chris yeah. Paul, if we I don't even know if he's starting, but if Chris Paul is six man, he goes into the starting role. I could trust him to find Wiggins open shots and get to the rim as long as Wembenyama is not guarding him. <laughs> and then uh, same thing with Clay Thompson. He'll get Clay Thompson open shots. I believe in Clay Thompson. I I hope his shooting comes back. That's yeah. all it is for me. Number five team is the Dallas Mavericks. For me, is the Los Angeles Clippers. Yeah, um, I'm gonna sound very hypocritical for my number fourteen, but we'll get to that later. But uh, yeah, Dallas Mavericks. I think it was a blip. I think Luca's gonna come out with a little bit of vengeance. I think the Luca Kyrie, you know, having a off season and training camp together is gonna help. And uh, yeah, I think they're just gonna. I think they're gonna be a better team than last year. I I agree with that. I but I still have them six because I still have question marks with. You slightly mean hypocritical because I know what you're going to say about the Clippers at four. Exactly. Um, again, I I got to take an account of Kyrie Irving. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying like it's, uh, it's a fair point. I'm not yeah. saying anything wrong with that. But I have a feeling like for that duo is going to tank. My four Clippers, this is just vibes. Right? <laughs> it's Listen, my no. vibe is that they're going to be healthy. And when they're healthy, they're I, the best, they're the the best team. B- the, um, they're all going to be the best team. Okay, you could obviously make a case. But my point is they're the most well-rounded team. Yeah. Right? They have, like, scoring. They have defense. They have... Their two best players could defend anyone yeah. in the world. Basically. Number uh, five is Clippers. Like, any position in the world. And the yeah. simple reason why I have them five is because I don't trust their in, uh, health. Yeah. Health. That's it. And no uh, other reason. There's a 65-game cap to be considered a award. I don't think Kawhi Leonard gives a shit about awards. He said himself. So, <laughs> yeah. he will still play whenever he needs to play. And when he plays... Kawhi Leonard is an MVP when he plays. He just doesn't get it because he doesn't play it enough. Right? Yeah, this, this for me, it just fully vibes. I kind of like... The vibe for me is like, yo, they might be a little bit healthier than the Warriors, so I'm giving them the edge. I hope that's not the case, but... 
Because I, I genuinely believe they could be. The, you hope the, that that's not the case? You hope they're injured? No, I hope that uh, that they're not good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that they're not the fifth seed or fourth seed. But uh, health-wise, no. I want to see Kawhi Leonard play. Listen, I'm basketball, I'm a Laker fan first. I get that. But I'm also a basketball fan. And I just watch Kawhi Leonard hoop and hope lo- hopefully lose, unfortunately. Yeah, this, this is just me vibes. If like, For me, fully healthy, I think the Clippers are better than the Warriors. Would you agree with that? For me personally, that's just, that's how, just how I... Yeah, that's no, how I'm, I don't, that's I don't how I kind of see it. it. I don't disagree with it. Yeah, I just kind of see like the Clippers as more like the rounded I, team, better ca- like, better cast, better support. To your point their, on the East, to point to your to point, make your point on the East. When you did your standings there, you were basing you talk about regular season. I think the Warriors will be the better regular season team. That's just why I have the Warriors for. Yeah, I think it might be like flipped around because uh, that's when the injuries piled up for the Clippers. In the postseason. Oh, true. But like, no, that's I, when Kyle I don't know. Though. The 65 game thing is throwing me off because I don't know how players are going to account for it. Yeah. But one thing I know, I think Kyle doesn't give a shit. <laughs> exactly. But that's the thing. Yeah, but just to recap, my six is Warriors, five is Mavs, four is Clippers. Six is w- Mavs, five is Clippers, four is Warriors. Yeah, and for me, interchangeable, all three. I just have this vibe that the Clippers will be healthy. Uh, even if one of them is out, I think they're good enough to be at least a top five team. Yeah, that's all. That's why I incorporated right. it. Number three, top three are interchangeable for me as well. Yes, but let's just. I'm gonna finish. Let's go three. I have the Lakers. I have the Phoenix Suns. So I have the Lakers at number three. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I it's just um, I could see them being a number one team. I genuinely can because they have the continuation. They added the pieces, and you're gonna have a motivated LeBron and AD from especially. With what they've said about the Nuggets this year, how Nuggets, Bruce Brown always talked about them, blah, 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 right? And the same thing this year, not Bruce Brown, um, Michael Malone. Um, but that being said, I just think they're going to be a third tier, a third place team because I'm, I'm, I'm taking injuries on account. That's it. Nothing more to it. I know you're going to say KD hasn't been the healthiest guy either, but they still have Booker and Bradley Beal. Uh, whereas if one of LeBron and AD goes down, I don't know if I could rely on D'Angelo Russell. Austin Reeves, can he continue what he did last year is the big question mark. For me, at the end of the day. The reason why I have the Suns is like if one of them goes down, right? Yes, you have Booker and Beal. Like I'm assuming, because I'm saying like, say KD goes down. You saw Booker and Beal. Yes, you have a little bit more star power. But after that, I don't know who you have. Whereas Lakers, after that, I trust them way a lot more. I know, um, or we we have a guest video coming out. We've talked about with him. That's coming out this weekend, by the way, but I'm not going to disclose who it is. He's a big basketball guy. That's the only hint you'll get. Yeah. Um. He was saying something about the defense, and I agree with that. But the thing is, with the, when it comes to the regular season, again, the sixty-five game factor, we don't know how crazy hard people are gonna go. To the point where I'm like, that offense, could, offense could carry you to a regular season berth because I have the Suns number one. I have the Suns number one. I have the like, Nuggets. Yeah, number they're two. interchangeable, right? Yeah. I guess at the end of the day, like that's the reason why I have the Suns number one. That's yeah, like you have your reasons. There's also a lot of vibe as well. Yeah. But yeah, for me, my number two team is the Denver Nuggets. So you give the Lakers one. I give the Lakers one. Okay. I just feel like the Lakers just. I have don't. the Nuggets too as well. Yeah. Uh, Nuggets for me, they're gonna have a slight little fall off. Like obviously, it's not gonna be nothing big. Jokic is still that guy. Murray's still that guy. Um. Aaron Gordon's been good fill-in piece for them. Did, uh, did not replace Bruce Brown. But yeah, I think we'll that's more if, of a hit in the playoffs. We'll the see if season. that's a Christian Braun step-up spot or not. Yeah. We'll see if we'll find out during the reg- during the regular season how that goes. But yeah, no, Nuggets, I guess a little bit, little bit hangover, a little bit. I just think a little bit of a just a yeah. little loss in the loss in Bruce Brown kind of will affect them 
just a little bit, but like they're still a very good team. Yeah. Again, I think the Suns are more motivated in the regular season. I w- again, I think the Lakers are also more motivated in the regular season. Again, I also I would think, think that, I also think the Clippers are more motivated in the regular season if they're healthy and they could get the number one. I don't think somehow. like I I think the Lakers and Nuggets are more motivated in the regular season. Like I think they're more primed for the regular season than the Suns. See, I I I think the opposite. Because <laughs> I personally, I think that at the end, because I like the Lakers' defense is elite, right? We get that. We have you have Anthony Davis, you have LeBron James could handle his own, Austin Reeves could handle his own, um, DeAndre Russell did say he wants to be better at it. Torian Prince is not a slouch. You have Jared Vanderbilt. You have yeah, like Jackson Hayes. That, that kind of the defense for me is like it's kind of helps more in the regular season. I just think the opinion. offense is more in the regular season, so that's why I'm giving them the edge, and. Realistically, I think Booker motivated as hell. I for feel me, like. yeah, but for me, I just like see that like you know Lakers defense is the one thing that's gonna stay consistent. And the other, but he's stay the thing. consistent here's from the thing. game one to but here's game the thing. two. Again, you brought up the injury point, Anthony Davis. Unfortunately, yeah. it, it is true. It's true. But again, for him, it's more freak accidents than anything. But if Anthony Davis goes down, then the defense goes downhill with him. That's the point. Yeah. But I feel like you've done enough around. But I think to be better, do be I a think better if LeBron team. goes down, you have enough around, and Anthony could anchor anchor that defense well enough. Because Christian Wood ain't defend defensive guy either. What about Jackson is? He's what is he? I don't know. He's he random. Is. Like he's like he's not an offensive guy, but he yeah, could. He's a she's a shot blocker, but he ain't Anthony Davis. Like Anthony Davis could defend the perimeter. Yeah, yeah. as well, right? So yeah, for me. But yeah, so ultimately, uh, I had Suns one, Nuggets two, and Lakers three to round Lakers, off the West. Lakers Nuggets Suns. All right, let's go into playing spots for the East. Uh, my 7-8 matchup was Knicks-Pacers. Mine was Miami-Pacers. I, I gave it to Pacers. I gave it to Miami. Yeah, so Pacers are my 7 seed. Uh, Nets Miami's my 7 seed. Nets-Raptors play. Um, I don't know. I'm just going to say Raptors just because I said not? Raptors beat the Nets. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, then I said Raptors beat the Pacers. And Raptors so Raptors are 8 seed. 8 seed. Yeah, since the Knicks kind of lost, I, I give the edge to the Knicks as an 8 seed. Yeah. And then the Raptors are my 9 seed. Uh, other side... My 7-8 was Grizzlies versus Kings. I gave it to the Kings. Mine was Grizzlies, Thunder. I gave it to Thunder. And then 9-10, I had Thunder Timberwolves. I gave it to the Thunder. My 9-10 was Kings, Pelicans. I gave it to Kings. Then I had... So, Kings are my 7 seed, because even though they were my 8 seed on the regular... I have OKC beating the Grizzlies, taking the 8 seed. Yeah, so it's kind of similar. So, uh, Thunder is my 7 seed. Even yeah. though they're my 8 seed. Kings are my 9 seed, and they're my 8 seed. They beat the Grizzlies in the second the second play in matchup. Okay. Uh, let's finish up the regular season. Oh, sorry. You want to do playoffs right now or do you want to do awards? Yeah, no. Awards at the end. Okay, uh, in-season tournament. In-season tournament you quickly. Do you think that was added? Don't know how to base it on. I don't know who will take I this award series at first. I don't know. So I just went with Nuggets beating the Celtics because I feel like, yeah, Nuggets won a championship. We might as well go for another one. Okay. How, how, why, are, how, are, how why are we so close? I want Celtics beating Nuggets. <laughs> oh, I want Nuggets beating Celtics. I'll tell you something. Well, you we're so that. close, though, right? Yeah. We're, we're brothers the same for a reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah now, this proves that we're not adopted. Yeah, you can say that, right? <laughs> Unless we both. This proves I'm not adopted, I guess, because I'm the younger one. <laughs> yeah. Or me. Who huh? knows? Who Are you adopted? No. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, finals matchup. I went with Bucks versus Suns. Same. I went with the Bucks winning. Same. I went with finals MVP. Giannis Chris Middleton 
ஜெயிக்கிறேன் <laughs> They won championship right away. Now you have a motivated dame. You're going to get that out of it. Suns, I still gave it to them. I think, uh, I feel like they can defensively lock in when they need to because you have Frank Vogel as your coach. Right? Mm. You know, does he fit the personnel? I don't know. But we'll see. I went boring. I went giant, uh, Giants. Giannis and the Bucs beating, yeah. beating the Suns. I think Dame is primed to win a trip this year. He finally I left sh- Portland. It's boring. It's, it's boring, boring, but at the end of the day, like, when you make a move... But that, at the same time... When you make a move that a, from, big, when you make a move that big, like, it's kind of hard not to From an well. NBA fan, it's supposed to be Lakers and Celtics. Battle of 18 or, or 7... I think it's Battle of 18. Yeah, so winner gets 18. And you still have elite teams on both sides. Yeah. I think that's what the NBA probably wants. Is it it's rigged? <laughs> If that's a final, it's rigged. All right. There's, there's almost had it last year. Huh? Almost got it last it's year. It's rigged. If that's a final. <laughs> All right. Um, coaches. Co- coaches coach, on hot seat, right? I have okay. So two names I wrote right away from the West. Chris Finch is a guy I could see yeah, get fired. 100%. I could see get him get fired mid season. And yeah. Mike Budenholzer is waiting. Yeah. As well. But Number two, I have Jason Kidd who could get fired mid season or end of the year because that Mavs team is the biggest range for me in the West. Would you agree? Yeah, 100%. In terms of like range. Like I, those are mine, right? Genuinely, yeah. those are mine. Um, someone else I could see on the Western side could be... Um, I could see Willie Green, but I can't blame him if Jan, if uh, Zion's not healthy. If they're not healthy, yeah. Right? Can't right. Really. I can't blame him too much. Out of the shittier teams, I, I'm not going to say anyone. I don't think Chauncey goes, right? Ime's not going. Um, <laughs> yeah, Ime's not going... Mike Brown might have if he does bad this year and next year then that's the next year's problem that's the next year thing yeah because uh, coaches have short leases I don't care what anybody they says do, they, they do they do, they do. Uh, on the east side I ha- I wrote Billy Donovan is the guy it's kind of like a St. Louis Blues vibe with uh, Craig Brube yeah. mid season or just be gone at the end of the year yeah I want Adrian Griffin same because, I, I generally do because uh, yeah we have him winning it also that means the, he's the safe expect- we have him safe the expectation, expectation is high it's very high because normally we don't want to put first year head coaches there but you got literally the favorite team to win it all yeah 100% and you got Terry Stotts gone somehow so um, yeah as well that's, that's and Giannis and there. Dame will have all the control there and we know it yeah so I have Adrian Griffin going because of that um That's the, the main those one. Are mine, those are mine. I don't think anyone else is really... Unless someone really shits the bed. Like, I, I don't want to see Wes Unsell Jr. get fired because they're going to be... Monty pr- Williams bad. not getting fired. Monty Williams should not. I mean, if they do, they're dumb because they exactly, paid him. Exactly, yeah. Um, Hornets coach. I don't even know who it is. Same. I'll be honest. <laughs> like, that's how bad Charlotte's been. The last Hornets coach I remember was James Bragel. Yeah, it's not him anymore. I'm pretty sure it's not him, yeah. I think it's Steve Clifford. Yeah, it is. It's Steve, it is Clifford. Steve Clifford, right? It's yeah. Steve Clifford, from formerly of the Magic, Formal right? Formerly Magic, yeah. Yeah, I can see him going. He's old. I don't care. He's old. <laughs> as simple as that. No, we, we want you to keep your job. Like, we, we, right? Like, we don't want you to be oh, jobless. Speaking, <laughs> true. speaking of... Um, well, I don't know about him. He kind of said it. He fa- was kind father, of son... No, I'm just saying, that, like, look what happened with Stan Van Gundy. Yeah, right? yeah. So, uh, father, son, commentary duo possible. 
Doc Rivers, Austin Rivers. Austin Rivers might have signed with ESPN as an analyst, but we'll do maybe some calls with Doc Rivers, who's doing ESPN games with Doris Burke, I think. Wow, and, yeah. Uh, so I don't, Jeff Van Gundy's not there anymore either, right? So he's on the mic. And Mark Jackson, I think, is not there anymore. Yo, Mark Jackson's gone? Yeah, I think that, he's that, gone that, too. That's, that's depressing. I like them. But, uh, okay. Um, that, that trio was pretty good, yo. Breen, Gundy, and Mark Jackson. Yeah. Breen is still there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. if, if Breen is gone, well, that's just <laughs> ESPN should like not be a network. They should never cover basketball yeah. again. Okay. They, they fire Mike Breen. You have any hot takes on top of your head? Like based on the standings, we didn't really have any big ones. Not really, right? Um, hot takes. Hot take for me could be if the Bucks start off bad, Adrian Griffin gets fired mid-season. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> like that's very bold. I'm not saying Budenholzer comes back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying someone else who could be available could come back and coach. You know, Doc Rivers is sitting there, but I don't think he should be the guy either. But yeah, that's a, that's a hot take, right? <laughs> like Adrian Griffin is the first coach fired or like the mid-season yeah, fired. Yeah, that's a big hot take. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what to really say here. And uh, when I don't say, when in doubt, just support your team. Raptors are winning the East. <laughs> okay, I, mean, I can't even say that huh? with the Lakers, though. That they're going to win the West. Because they're favorite. actually primed to favor. Oh, okay, way, fine. I'm, I'm going to change that. I'm just going to say it. Raptors, top three, hot take. Okay. Um, very, very hot, very bold. And I don't, I'm like, I don't believe, I guess Dallas, I don't believe myself saying it right now. I guess now. Dallas missing the playoffs somewhere in some capacity. Yeah, yeah. Not saying, the, including the playing spot is a pretty hot take, big hot take. Um, Very quickly, the three, there's only five true contenders. We said the two from the East and the three from the West are going to be Suns and Nuggets Lakers. Or are you going to put the Clippers in there as well if they're healthy? What? Are the Clippers, okay, so it's the Suns, Lakers, Nuggets, Celtics, Bucks are the for sure championship contender locks. Suns, right? Lakers, Nuggets, Nuggets. Bucks Celtics, Bucks Celtics. Are yeah. you putting the Clippers in there? If, and you know you're. No, I, I, are they, if you know they're healthy, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Then yes. Okay. Then yes. What about the Warriors? And they're hundred percent healthy. Yeah, they're on the brink as well. And that's it. No one else from the West. No one else. Okay, yeah. so two guys on the brink, assuming health with the Lakers as well. Um. Okay, makes sense then. Yeah. Okay. Um. That's our standings. We're gonna get into our awards very quickly. Yeah. Hot takes. It's tough to come up on the spot, but I want to see if I'm not missing anything else before we get into awards. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, okay, nothing we really. Spent a lot of time on the standings for sure. This is I mean, we have to go through each team somewhere. Yeah, um, awards just to end it off quickly. Okay, we'll let's start get, off let's with get executive of the year out of the way. Executive of the year, I, think. I have a Brad Stevens and John Horst as my finalists. John Horst is the Bucks GM, Brad Stevens is on the Celtics front office. But I went with my guy, Rob Plinka. So you went with Rob Plinka? Yeah, I went with Horst number one because of the trade, Stevens number two. Yeah, Palenka number three. <laughs> <laughs> I just went with Palenka. Yeah, I, I had to go. I was really biased. Um, what's the next not so big one? Clutch. Yeah, we'll clutch. This is a new um, word. I don't know how to judge this because we're not analytics people. I don't know either. I'll be honest. So with you. I went number three, Shea, because yeah. in order for them to be even at my playoff team, or at least in this case, they're a playing team, he has to be clutch. Um, Jimmy Butler is number two. For you, he has to be number one, probably. And uh, number one, I went good old Damian Lillard. Me? I didn't, I didn't put Butler on my list. Okay. Um, number three, I went Damian Lillard. Okay. Number two, I went with Ice Trey. Yeah, that's a big, good one. Number one, I said it before, Curry's got to be that guy. Yeah. Curry, so I went with Curry. Okay. Um, six man of the year, I went number three, Christian Wood. Okay. I went number two, Emmanuel Quickly. Yeah. And I went number one, Derek White. 
Okay. So Derek White's my winner. Yeah, mine is a little bit different. But not, not granted, I don't know who. Uh, my winner is different. My I don't know who's different. gonna start from these guys. I think none of them are gonna start. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I hope my guy's not starting. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's not a starter, but I really hope my winner's not starting. Okay. Number three, quickly. Number two, Derek White. Number one, Malik Monk. Yeah, I don't think he starts. I he, think it's, it's Herder, I think it's right? Herder. Yeah, so yeah. I went with Malik Monk. I got, so you Malik went with Monk? the guy that finished seventh on your list? Or eighth on, no, ninth on your list to win sixth man of the year? Yeah, so. Okay. Like, <laughs> I mean, my guys are all in the top five. That's yeah, yeah. I'm not, you know, sixth man for me, like MVP is kind of more standing base, but like sixth man, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'll be honest with you, other than coach of the year, I don't really base it on standings too much. I just want to see the best player. You, I don't. I base coaches coach of the year for me is not standings based. Yeah, for me okay. it's narrative based. Well, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> number three, coach. No, uh, let's no. Sorry, let's go MIP. MIP. Yeah. Tough one. This is a toughest one. It's a tough one. Number three, I went Tyrese Halliburton. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Number two, I went Scotty Barnes. Yeah, that's fair. Number one, I went Mikel Bridges. All right. Number three, I went Josh Giddy. Okay. Number two, I went Jalen Green. Okay. Number one, I went Scotty Barnes. <laughs> Scotty Barnes, number one. Um, yeah, no, I think McCall Bridges, in order for that team to do good, he has to be Laurie Marketer. Yeah, let's go coach of the year next. Uh, so number three, it was, uh, it was a toss-up. I went Frank Vogel, but I definitely could have put Rick Carlisle here. Uh, number two, I went Mark Dignall. Yeah, Vo- Thunder, Thunder. Thunder coach. Number one, I went Nick Nurse. Um, That's fair. If Harden, yeah. if Harden ain't going to be there, not going to play properly or not show up, um... He's got to coach somehow to be a top three, top four team. And he, the reason why he won it with the Raptors was he took a team with no superstar. Now, this granted, this, guy, this team, but a lot of depth. This one, they have a superstar, but not too much depth around him. Uh, that's crazy good. Yeah. So that's why I went with Nick Nurse as winning it all. Number three, Darwin Ham. Okay. Number two, I mentioned it before, Spolstra in my conversation. Yeah. Number one. If you could, like, you're a rookie head coach, and with that many expectations, if you find a way to pull it off, it's I'll, a regular season award, though. I'm, I'm gonna give it. To, you give him number one, so it makes sense. I'm gonna give it to Adrian Griffin. Yeah, right. I think Bullenhoser won in 2019 when the Bucks were one seed then. So kind of giving it like same it's vibes. It's well. because like your argument is you have you know Dame and Giannis, and if you barely get it, let's just say then it's. Like if you're by far first place, then yeah, then yeah, it's good. But I don't think that's gonna be the case. But then you could you give yeah, it we'll like see. Mike Brown got third place and got it right. So yeah, we'll uh, go rookies next. Quatra. Yeah, let's go rookie, rookies. Depoy, and then MVP. I feel like a rookie might be the same. Yeah, I want Scoot number three. Scoot Chat Wemby. Yeah, Scoot number three, Chat number two, Wemby number one. Simple. This is like <laughs> you got um, you got Wemby, you got Baby Wemby, and you got the guy. who who got picked up? I know it was Miller. Miller was second. Brandon right? Miller was second. And again, I'm not trusting Charlotte, so I ain't yeah, exactly. Brandon Miller. <laughs> so Scoo Henderson. Scoo Henderson gonna have the ball in his hands. Yeah, right? yeah. They're gonna be a fun team. So Scoo Henderson will be throwing lobs to DeAndre Aiden all day and Jeremy Grant all day and Shaden Sharp all day. Yeah, yeah. He'll play and yeah. So right. and then Chet for me is gonna be the number two guy. I don't think it's gonna be Giddy. So he's gonna be a big factor. And then we already know what the hell Wemby's doing. Exactly. Depoy. Number three, Anthony Davis. Yeah, I I wish he wins it. Yeah, yeah. I, again, part of the reason I don't want to jinx it either. Uh, number two, Bam Adebayo. Yeah. Number one, Evan Mobley. Okay, Mobley's my number two. Okay. My winner is Giannis. Who's number three? Victor Wembanyama. What? <laughs> <laughs> I went with, so uh, that's your hot take. 
I had to save it. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to try to ruin yeah, my yeah, words. True. So that's your biggest hot take. <laughs> yeah, like Wambanyama <laughs> could win Defensive Player of the Year. <laughs> I mean, look what he's doing. Dude, bro. <laughs> look what he's doing, though. Like, you have him 14th. Huh? You have him 14th. Bro, this guy's going to make insane blocks <laughs> like he's been doing he right now. He's going to be top three, bro. The only way he'll get top three is if they make a play-in spot. Minimum. Okay, so they might. Who knows? Oh my god, <laughs> bro! I can't deny this. This is just meant to be just like hot take purposes. <laughs> exactly. You just left it. I had to see. You saw tall I'm man. Not, I'm not gonna ruin my award. No, no. I'm saying in general. Yeah. When you were deciding on, it, you're like, you know what? This is gonna be my hot take. This was my hot take. Well, but who's like, your winner? Huh? Giannis is my winner. Okay. Do you yeah, it makes sense. I said Wemby's third. Yeah, I know, but even then, <laughs> even then it's outra- it is outrageous, but <laughs> it's I just say that. I'm not trying to ruin my words. But yeah, last one. We're going to wrap it up here with this and wrap up the episode here with this as well. MVP's tough. MVP is yeah, it's tough. tough. I'm going to throw some names out there. There were people that were considered. Embiid, Luka, Jokic, um, Tatum. You could throw AD and LeBron. You could throw Kawhi if he ends up playing more than 65 games. I went number three, Nikola Jokic. Yeah. I went number two, Luka Doncic. I went number one, the same exact argument I have for Nick Nurse, Nick Nurse winning it, I have Joel Embiid winning it as a re- second year in a row. Uh, me, I kind of changed it up from last year. I still kept one guy in there, which was Giannis. He's my number two. My number three, Luka. I kind of wanted him to take that MVP step. I think he really can do that this year, especially if the Mavs are going to be you know, my playoff team, guaranteed. Number one, I said it. Before, I'm going to say it third time, Steph Curry. Okay. <laughs> I like to say, like, I genuinely don't know who this, who's going to be that consistent second guy. Like, this guy's going to take so that load your offensively. Your Steph Curry case is my Embiid case, essentially. Yeah, like, he's going to take that load offensively and just, you know, just be unstoppable. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think Nick Nurse's usage of Embiid is going to help him win it. <laughs> 90% usage <laughs> rate, historically. Um, historically, You know, insane. it's tough, right? Because um, I wanted to consider Giannis because of the day mad. I didn't consider Giannis for that reason. Um, unless, like, Giannis puts some crazy numbers. Like, you have him in deep point winner, so it, make, it helps with that for sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. You guys, it was tough. This is definitely the hardest preview I've done. Yes, it's uh, a lot. We went, always a lot. We went boring at the finals, but everything else was somehow we matched. My hot take final is the Raptors versus Thunder. With the Raptors winning it all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, that's outrageous. The chat, no, Victor Wembanyama's going to be top three deep boy this year. Bro, watch it happen. Watch it, watch it happen. Okay, no, but my, my caveat is if he's somehow in a playing spot, I'll agree with it. But if he's not going to be in a play-in spot, I don't agree with it. Bro, I'm be disappointed if Wemby doesn't average like four blocks a game. <laughs> I will kind of not. I mean... That's a lot. They're going to be right. It's a lot. He's but probably playing power forward. They can probably put him in the perimeter and he'll probably block shots there too. To be he'll block everywhere, man. Oh <laughs> he's going to block. Dude, that wherever, you, wherever you put him on the court, Wemby is going to block a shot. That right? threw me off. <laughs> you shoot it. 15 feet in the air, when Benyama's going to block it because he's already done it in the preseason. Okay, I, that just genuinely still threw me off. I did not expect... Bro, I had to save my hot take, right? No, not just saving it. I'm just like, the fact that you said it. It doesn't mean you have to say it. I, I, I don't it, care bro. that you saved it. I, I said it. <laughs> oh my... Okay, All right, that's what do I owe you? What do I owe you if he gets it? If, if, if he wins? If he's top three. If he's top three. If he's top three. Like if he's in the nominees. If he's a nominee as a non-playing team. Full ownership of the fuck. I'm just kidding. We have zero <laughs> yeah, percent. Yeah, we have zero percent each. Um, I don't know. You want me to give you a hundred bucks on on the pod? 
What do you want me to do? Because like Yuri, Yuri buy me enough mucho, so I guess <laughs> we'll figure it out. Because yeah. <laughs> there's no chance. Bro, book it right now. Wemby is gonna be a top three. This is a good thing about the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Because it's on record now. Exactly. Okay. Because no one knows what you thought about Phillies. I could be like, yeah, you bullshit about the Phillies. <laughs> oh, I didn't bullshit about Phillies. Speaking of the Phillies, they might count them themselves. Yeah. But yeah. But, but uh, that's yeah, pretty no, much it. That's pretty much yeah. it. Jobin um, loves to entertain you guys for sure. That's say stupid uh, shit. Um, as always, make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe. Share us your thoughts. I think a YouTube poll should be out today um, on a community post about, I think it's who's going to win the championship. Uh, check out more polls coming out soon. Uh, guest video should be out this weekend. Check out our regular podcast episode where we covered everything but the NBA out yesterday um, on Monday uh, to be exact because uh, it's tripping me out that we're on Monday yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. And uh, tier list should be out this week. Uh, once again, I know some of you guys may have already saw it. It's the same tier list, but just we needed to fix some stuff because uh, YouTube restrictions. That's it. Exactly. Um, other than that, we appreciate you guys watching. And uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.